You know, Al, this year I was hoping for something different. Ah, uh-uh, Peg, the socks stay on. <laughs> no, Al, this year, instead of sex, I want you to tell me you love me. What if I do take the socks off? Let's rock. Thanks, Dad. Can I get a woman? No Man Presents, live from the Nudie Bar, the Married with Children Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jerry, Justin, and Al. Guys, it's Wednesday. The Married with Children podcast is here. It is Peggy Loves Al. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll never sing again on this show. <laughs> so I don't want any angry letters. <laughs> Uh, yeah, guys, this episode aired on February 14th, 1998, and that is obviously... <laughs> you a, just said 1998. 1988, and that's a play off a Beatles song, the title, She Loves You, Yeah, 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 and you heard him just now, the man of the hour, Jerry. What's up, Jerry? I don't need your pity. Ooh. Okay. Uh, and we also are joined by the guy who, well, guys, this year he's hot. Uh, in the past, he wasn't into girls. Uh, Justin, what's up, man? <laughs> what's going on? Was it was it when you were working at Troy's that you weren't into girls? I, you know, it's just product of my environment, you know, kind of just got to go. Wait a minute. I thought all these types of jokes went towards jerry this is messed up what's going on here (laughs) believe it or not that was the first one but i thought you saying i don't want your pity is not as funny as jerry saying it that is true (laughs) yeah yeah why did bud say this year i'm hot last year i wasn't interested in girls like why would he say that (laughs) (laughs) because he spent his whole life seeing kelly in the morning and that'll that'll do it to you yeah not me so, guys, like I said 40 times, this is called Peggy Loves Al. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Al, I mean, all Peggy wants for Valentine's Day is to hear unromantic Al utter these three little words, I love you. Oh, wow. Do you want to hear something crazy? You won't even believe what I'm about to tell you. What are you, what are you about to tell us? <laughs> yeah. We're in the nudie bar, right? And I just had to go under the – our area here the studio they built uh at the jiggly room and uh to get the pop locker and right next to it was i swear to god the beatles record and it's she loves you was on the album nice also isn't it a soda locker i thought we already had this discussion soda locker did i say pop locker what are you talking about oh pop blocker yeah oh this is a soda blocker yeah, I because I, I have no idea what you're talking about, so I just decided to go with that joke. Oh, no, so when I drink soda, I, I don't spit it all over the mic. It's a pop blocker. Oh, you mean the pop filter? Uh, I don't know. What, what do professionals call this? A pop, pop filter. filter. Yeah, okay, it, I'm it not professional. It blocks your sounds. <laughs> yeah, your p- sounds. Yep. Pops. <laughs> yep. 
This is gonna be my special day. Any girls call me? Yep. They call you geek, dork, <laughs> Harry Palms. That was the old buddy. This year, I'm hot. See, in the past, I haven't been interested in girls. Seeing Kelly in the morning can do that to a guy. <laughs> no, but this year, I threw around a few winks, let it be known I'm accepting Valentine, so they should be rolling in. Won't they, Mom? Sure they will, son. But not for you. Well, I'm off to the mall. Hey, Kelly, I see you're wearing your Love Me For My Mind outfit again. But uh, she looked pretty good in that uh, Love Me For My Mind outfit she was wearing for Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, according to sources, yes. Yeah, I've, I can't I've speak for myself. That. Yeah. Al comes down and he does his, his morning spiel. And Peggy asks, do you want something special for Valentine's Day? And his answer is, yeah, she's wrestling in the mud and I live in the mud. <laughs> and then the door, we get a knock on the door. And uh, Peggy's like, oh, maybe it's Cupid. And of course, Al says Cupid would never show his face after making this kind of match. Which is harsh. Who talks like this to their wife on Valentine's Day? <laughs> like, who's like, yeah, I'd rather be with a woman wrestling in mud th- and Cupid would never come back after the disgrace he pulled with this. Like, Well, how about this? Do you, either one of you guys, do you have issues with saying I love you to your, I guess, girl, uh, fiance, Jerry, and your girlfriends, Justin? No. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I don't... I, that's not something that I just say, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever said that. Really? Not maybe when I was like in my like like middle school, like early high school days, where I was like puppy dog love or something. But like, you know what I mean? I don't think that I've ever got that deep. Really? So, because I was gonna say the way you said it. I wasn't suggesting that you definitely should tell it to every girl you're with, but yeah. obviously the problem with Alan Pegg, the scenario is that at this point he should be telling, you know, they're married. So it's not like he's just ran- rattling it off to every girl he ever, you know, dated. So you're saying that you never, you're, a relationship you had never I've got to the point. I've said it, but not like, like I look back on it and I feel like it was just because I thought I was supposed to, you know what I mean? Like, but... I've never like I've never like went out of my way and like felt that to where I wanted to say it. You know what I mean? I just more like what what I thought I was supposed to say at the time. I mean, I've said that to a lot of my friends who are girls who I've been like friends with for a really, really long time and, and things like that. But I don't think I've I don't think I've been in a relationship long enough in the past, you know, six or so years to to really get to that point. Right. Do you want to tell Jerry you love him now? Jerry, I love you. Hey, Justin. I love you too, man. I mean, I, I launched your career last week. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> oh, I, I need to check and see what the downloads on that episode are. Phenomenal. <laughs> About 12 times what we get here. <laughs> Actually, that would be insulting you. I'm sorry. So my favorite person's at the door. Oh, boy. It, it's Valentine's Day for Jerry. Hi, Al. You know, all you have to do is walk outside, look around. You, you just know it's Valentine's Day. What do you want? Al, I need a favor. 
Uh, Peggy, I need a favor. I need some place to hide Marcy's present. Oh, gee, Steve. This makes no sense. Uh, that package is small. It's wrapped. So even if she did open it, you would know. And <laughs> she wouldn't do that because she wouldn't do it knowing she would get caught. It, it, it's so small. you could hide. It's not like you were hiding, like, new car. love seat or something or a car. You're hiding a, a small box that could be jewelry, plane tickets, uh, a, a chocolate bar. There's no reason to a hide to bring this over and hide it at the Bundy house. And there's no way that I just don't see how Steve would even think this is a safer bet than his own house. Uh, it, it's not. <laughs> it's not a safer bet. <laughs> it's the Bundys. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, let's move the story along. Like, why would you ever want anything of value in their house for any reason whatsoever? Like, no offense to them, but yeah, they're vultures. What is it? You know, have an owl for a husband. I've always wondered, what do husbands give their wives for Valentine's Day? <laughs> well, this isn't a fair example. See, for us, it's not just Valentine's Day. It's our first anniversary. Oh, Al. Oh, leave me alone. <laughs> yes, well, uh, would you hide this for me? Sure, I'll hide it upstairs. <laughs> Let me save you some wear and tear on your nails and teeth. <laughs> See, the first anniversary is paper, and since paper isn't all that romantic, I got our tickets for two to Hawaii. Well, now, please don't tell her. I want it to be a surprise. Ah, uh, don't worry. I can keep a secret. Oh, by the way, Al, that little rubber donut you ordered came in yesterday. Al's got roids, you know. Well, you're obviously sitting pretty. So, what are you getting Peggy for Valentine's Day? Fur, jewels, a car? Yeah, if it was only that easy. I'm going to have sex with her. Yeah, it's kind of a tradition. Every Valentine's Day, I climb those stairs, you know, walk the last mile and uh, <laughs> slam dunk her one. <laughs> it's a spin through hell for me, but she seems to like it. I only pray that after 16 years, Marcy and I will have that kind of magic between us. Steve, if it was magic, I could do it from down here in front of the TV. He gets a sex thing. Supposedly, he'll have sex with Peg on Valentine's Day, but he'd rather, he contemplated that he'd rather actually say, I love you, than take his socks off during sex. So, uh, once I again, I. He contemplated. He, like, quickly was like, uh, okay, I will take off my socks. You know, Al, this year I was hoping for something different. Ah, uh-uh, Peg, the socks stay on. <laughs> No, Al. This year, instead of sex, I want you to tell me you love me. What if I do take the socks off? I'm serious, Al. I want to hear it. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, listen, Peg, I'm going to go upstairs and wash up, but just to show you how really special you are to me, tonight I'm going to kiss you. Would, so do you guys wear socks when you're having sex? I mean, if they're on, I'm not going to, like, take them off. Like, who who cares if socks... I'm not making love to your feet. <laughs> Why yeah. do I care? Like, 
I've never even been with someone who was like, uh, no, take off your socks or you're not getting any. Never once. I don't think I've ever even had a discussion on me having socks or not. But I think I do a lot of times have socks on. Yeah, I'd say like 99% of the time I do unless I happen not. Like if I'm wearing flip-flops that day and then it happens. Or I'm yeah. sorry, sandals, whatever you call them. <laughs> But I was asked one time, like, can you take your socks? I think I, like, I was asked two to three times, can you take your socks off? And I think after they said it a few more times and they re- and I said, oh, stop, just lay down. Uh, I think they eventually <laughs> stopped asking. So it was when you guys were growing up, did, it's weird. They treat it on TV as if that's such a thing. Like, I guess in class, remember how you used to – used to have to get, like, if there's 25 kids in the room, you get 24 cards, and you just put all their names on it, and then you walk up to all the desks and slip them in the little paper box. Like, you remember The Simpsons? Yeah, of course. I did, I did that all elementary school. Yeah, as I was going to say, I don't think it happens in middle school or high school, just elementary. Yeah, I was going to say, aren't they a little old to be doing that still? Yeah. <laughs> Especially Kelly. She's, like, driving already. Well, I can understand with Kelly, like, because in high school, it's a completely different thing. You don't just get it for the whole school. But, like, I, I mean, I do think a whole laundry bag that's decorative uh, full of cards with a little overboard. She said she dated every single one that gave her a Valentine's Day card last year. So are these all repeats? Uh, they, I would repeat if I could. I'm going to have to agree there. Well, if anybody wants to watch probably one of the best Valentine's Day episodes of anything ever... Uh, watch I Love Lisa. It's season four of The Simpsons. It has, like, so many classic moments. Yeah, well, I still have to find him something really good. Something personal. Something romantic. Something that symbolizes the depth and purity of our relationship. You could jump naked out of a cake. (laughs) Yeah, that says it all. But who would know where to find something so kinky? Cakes (laughs) a-poppin'. Just ask for Leaf. Here's their number. Oh, and when you pay, have them stamp my card. Two more, I get one free. <laughs> I'll do it. I know. The cake can say, take me. I'm yours. <gasps> Steve will love it. Thanks, Peg. Once again, okay, I don't know who wrote the, 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 the Rhodes characters in this episode, but once again, a terrible job. You're telling me that on Valentine's Day... And their one-year anniversary of marriage, Marcy has not even thought of what she's going to get Steve as a present. Wait, what did Steve get Marcy for the one-year anniversary? Plane tickets to Hawaii for them to go on vacation. He didn't get her a picture frame? Uh, No, no. See, he hasn't had the talk yet. He's still in marriage one, which is year one, which is like paper. Oh, I thought he got her a picture frame from Embassy Jewelers. No, no, he's hoping that he can still keep that magic around when uh, they hit their 16th anniversary. So, uh, Alex, uh, since you are married, do you try to outgift your wife on any holiday? Do you try to make sure your gift to her is better than the gift she's giving you? I've learned in the first year of dating her in 2010 that it, there is no point for me to even try to get her a gift that she does not pick out herself. Really? Oh, yeah. I have never went and just randomly bought her anything. 
Really? I see. I won't do that. I refuse to do gift cards. I refuse for you to tell me what you want. No, I, I am going to get you the gift and the gift's going to be way better than whatever you give me because I have to win at this. This is the one thing I'm really, really good at is gift giving. Right. Yeah, that that just wouldn't fly. Every time I buy a gift for her, she she either returns it, says, can I get this? Can I do this? Can I return it? Can I, you know, it, it never went well for like the first year. So I said, listen, why don't you just for now on say what you'd really like or show me or whatever and I'll get it for you. And we've made that agreement or arrangement like literally like seven years ago and it's been going great. <laughs> well, ha- has has she ever given you the best gift in the world, which is apparently jumping naked out of a cake? Uh, no, but she has given me those three masks from Halloween Part 3, and that was pretty amazing. <laughs> that, that is pretty, pretty dope. Amazing. Now, yeah. I got a question for y'all. Uh, but Why? I feel like, hold on, I feel like we are the easiest type of people to buy things for. I know. Like, I feel like I'm the easiest person to shop for, dude. I, like, if you just I need give me something I think's cool, then I'm good. <laughs> Reese says I'm the hardest person yeah, right, to shop dude. for. I bet you, I, I bet you I'm like... I just I just mail you like a Tremors poster or something you'd be happy with that. Yeah, like and I'm like I'm like sweetie, just go look at my Blu-ray shelf. If I don't have it on Blu-ray, buy it. Go go yeah. look at my 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 I don't know my Funko Pops. Go look at my books. Go oh God. go oh look my at my Godzilla God. toys. If I don't have a Godzilla toy there, and buy it. You mean the Funko sodas? <laughs> Damn it! I knew that was gonna come back to bite me. It's confused. So, but okay. Serious question though. Why, how does Peggy know about the, the jumping out of cake things? And how does she have enough bought that she has her card punched to where she's like two away from getting a free one? Is this a Troy's thing, Justin? Do you, is that, do y'all have that option where if they the expert. pay for it and tip you, you'll jump out of a cake? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a number nine. <laughs> Ah, on the menu board. Uh, also, uh, the place is called Cakes of Poppin'. The hot tamale. You mean the cakes of sodaing? Okay, we'll stop. <laughs> you know what? Much like when uh, Al slams dunks one, I'm gonna call it that this one is actually more of a foul shot. Your joke. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So, do you know what Al's getting you? Oh yeah, same thing he gets me every year. He's gonna slam dunk me a quick one. <laughs> Those are his words. I mean, in reality, it's more like a foul shot. You know, he takes a deep breath and scores. <laughs> uh, sure, it's worth a point, but it will never make the highlight real. It's like your honeymoon never ended. But as long as he tells you he loves you, I guess that's all that really matters. Actually, Al says, there, that should hold you. <laughs> But you know, Al, you know, he just has difficulty saying certain things. Like, I love you, thank you, and look out, there's a car coming. Oh, bunk. You live in this hovel, you bore him those two awful children, and he can't even tell you he loves you? I've heard him say I love the Cubs. I'd love a beer. I'd love it if you leave, Marcy. Face it, Peggy, this man is no stranger to the word love. Oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, I know he loves me. He doesn't say it. And it would be nice to hear it once in a while, but it is no big deal. 
I mean, he does so many other wonderful things for me. He, uh... <laughs> so, but all this deals to the, the, the thing that's going to create the rest of this episode. Al does not tell Peggy that he loves her. And then Peggy starts questioning how he shows her that he loves her. Dearest Bud. Yes, yes, I knew it. Give it here. It's from some girl named April, May, June. She says she loves me. And she's coming over to see me tonight. Oh, that's great, honey. Did you write that card as a joke? No, did you? You did write this, didn't you, Kel? I mean, April, May, June, those are all words you know. <laughs> Come on, Kel, just tell me, because I've got a chance to go to the Bulls game tonight with Joey. Gee, bud, dilemma, dilemma. Do you get all dressed up, stay here and look like an idiot? Or go to the game, stand up the only date you'll ever have and look like an idiot. Hmm, tough one for Bud. Well, I'm gonna go upstairs and get ready for my real date. Did you write that, Kel? Just say yes or no. No. Oh, come on, Kel, really, I know you did. Okay, yeah, I did. Oh, no, you didn't. Really, Kel? Uh, Justin, if you got a Valentine card from April, May, June, would you believe that it's a real thing, especially if it came from Kelly? Hell no. He's like, those are all words you know. <laughs> yeah, I, how did Kelly end up with the card? It's Sunday. There's no mail running, which Bud apparently doesn't know about. Uh, but how did Kelly get it? I would be super suspect about this also. Did did a girl? Did that little girl come up and at the mall and give her the card? And Yeah, that Kelly was, was, that just was like, very weird because at first I thought she went to like the mailbox and got them, but – you know, then we also know that it's there's no it is Sunday because she mentions that. So you kind of have like, oh, wait a minute. What's going on here? Like, why? how would she end up getting that? Like, uh, where did she get those Valentines in the first place? That oh, she, got she, say she went to see. Yeah, at the mall. So wh- how would that end up in her stack? Yeah. You know, so it, apparently the April, May, June just walked up to a 12 year old walked up to her to give her a <laughs> Valentine's Day card and Kelly just accepted it. Maybe she thought it was someone's someone was shy and sent their sister to do it or something. But or that would maybe. also require us to know that this April, May, June knows Bud, but he doesn't know her because he would recognize the name and that she knows Bud's sister. What? <laughs> yeah, there is no way. Uh, yeah, this episode's a little clunky for an episode that, believe it or not, is a major, major deal. No one knows this but people who saw it during its original air date in, like I said, 1998. <laughs> I was kidding. No, but it's February 14th, guys. It's a big deal because it was Valentine's Day that this originally aired in 1988. And the reason it was a huge deal and something to really, like, get this Bundy thing out there, this whole Married with Children on Fox thing to really get the show cooking with ratings and stuff. Um, <clears throat> they did this unique thing that's I've never seen it again. I mean, unless you call basically it happening every week on American Idol, the same thing. But you had to call in the this hotline that Fox gave you during this episode. It, it, 
you know, it came up on the television and you call and you vote whether or not in the last segment of this show, if you want Al Bundy to tell Peg he loves her or not. You know, if a lot of people said, no, 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 you know, the numbers would go in. And I guess the end, the after the commercial. Wow. Yeah. He so you remember say. this happening? I do vaguely remember it. Yeah. Okay, so that 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 is interesting because does that mean that a they just wanted people to call in for whatever reason and just to kind of get hype around it, try something new, but didn't actually tally up any of the votes at all and never planned to, or did they actually go shoot two separate scenes and then actually air them how the votes came in? As I say, I've got the answer and what was said for each one. Okay. Um. So they 100% did have two of them. Um, uh, In the original airing, after Peg calls out to Al in the bathroom, the screen frees. She then turns to the camera and says, Thank you so much for understanding. You must know what it's like to smell his socks, to walk barefoot on his toenail clippings, and to kill what's living in his toothbrush. I deserve to hear I love you, and damn it, I'm going to. And for those of you who voted no and think I should have a miserable, miserable life... Don't worry, I do. Oh, Al. And then uh, this is the other line of dialogue that, uh, according to Bundyology.com, another line of dialogue was filmed in case the majority voted no. And this is what that was. So you think I don't deserve to hear I love you. Have you ever smelled his socks? Have you ever walked barefoot over his toenail clippings? Have you ever seen what lives in his toothbrush? I don't think so. Feel pretty low now, don't you? You don't want to see him say it, then turn off the set because he's going to say it. Oh, Al. Huh. So he was going to say it either way. Yeah. But they did have something. That's a weird thing to attempt. Wow. Yeah. Breaking history, breaking breaking new ground here on the Married with Children podcast. It's crazy. Yeah. And it said um, a 67% of the viewers said that Al should say, I love you. So that's weird that you would think all the guys like, you know, yo, Al, Al, you know, like, and do the manly thing and just say, nah. You know, no, it's because only the wives called in. Because <laughs> who, what guy is going to call in to do this? Like, right. Like, how many guys do you know who, like, actually, like, call into, like, American Idol or something? No, they just sit there because their their wife makes them watch it. Yeah, they're, I never did that stuff. I mean, like, even things I like or care about, I just, you know, they say to do, and I just stare at the screen and wait for the results. <laughs> I don't run to the phone. Even though it's so easy now, you can just keep hitting one button, I still don't do it. So, uh, Al, you know, he acknowledges that he's unwilling to say this. You know, he, he says he doesn't like to say it because it makes him, like, literally sick. Where's your brother? Oh, he's standing by the mailbox waiting for a valentine. No, I haven't got the heart to remind him it's Sunday. (laughs) Well, just in case he doesn't get one this year, I want you to go easy on him, okay? Oh, come on, Mom. We both know that Bud is an obnoxious rat-like creature, but it doesn't mean I don't love him. He knows that. How does he know that? I tell him. Well, has he ever told you? Oh, sure. You got it. I mean, it kind of takes the edge off things like this. Oh, bud, it's Sunday. There's no mail on Sunday. 
Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Love him? You betcha. When Al finds out that this is all because of Marcy, you know, she was the one who really pushed Peg to uh, have him say this, he says, oh, really? So I guess, you know, he finds out about her plans to jump out of a cake. He calls, I guess, the nearest cake place that he knew would do this. I don't oh, know how the, he... the card is right next to the the phone. Okay, perfect. Yeah, here we go. <clears throat> Hello. Uh, yes, I'm calling about the Marcy Rhodes cake. Uh, no, this is her husband. Yes, there's been a change of plans. Instead of the address she gave you, um, do you have a pen? And uh, he actually has, it's pretty clear that he's making the cake go somewhere else. That's what you're all supposed to be waiting for at the end on top of the, so it's like a one-two knockout punch. You get to hear if he says yes or no, uh, or doesn't say it at all. And you get to see where Marcy ends up jumping out of a cake at. Yeah. And I still can't get over how how much of a dick Al is to his wife in this episode. He literally goes, he tells her, you know what? Just to show you how important you are to me, tonight I'm going to kiss you. Justin, do you kiss these girls that you don't say I love you too or no? Mm, yeah, sometimes. I'm not a huge kisser, honestly. I like, knew I, it. I, I never have been. I kind of... I, it's it's icky sometimes you know what i mean like when i was like you know a teenager like i was all about it and stuff but as i became an adult like i'm just like eh, you know like a like a regular kiss is fine but like i don't really need to sit there and like make out with somebody for like an hour you know what i mean no i i get that well and it's also like the like and i'm sure uh alex can feel this like Making out with your significant other now, a few years in, is not the same as when you were a few months in. Well, it's because it was all about words leading to, and now, yeah, and now it's, it's leading to hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I almost don't even want to make out unless we're actually doing what it used to lead to. You know, like if, if we're doing that, okay, fine, that's kind of hot. But I don't want to like come here, make out with me. I'm like, uh, really. <laughs> Do we have to? Is there a reason for this? Oh, my God. So we got to go to Kelly actually going this year instead of dating them all. I'm going to date one. And she has her mom pick a card. And that guy is ugly. Nope, not that guy either. And then Kelly sets the right card and says, here, pick this red one. <laughs> and then and then my this line probably went under the radar for everyone. But this is truly one of the best Kelly lines ever. She tells her mom, You're sh- you sure do knew how to pick them. Uh, yeah. Which is hilarious because she picked Al. Right. Yeah. Now, d- did your guys' dads tell you they loved you growing up? No. No, not really. Yeah, I think mine said it once for one weird reason. I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, one time I realized that my grandfather, okay. my, my grandfather never said it to me. And so one day on the phone, I was like, all right, love you. Have a good day. He was like, yep, you too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alex, I, I'm with you on that. You know what, Alex? Go down to the basement and blow up the air mattress. I'm going to take some Tums and I'll meet you down there. 
<laughs> I like how also like Al's like who d- who did this? Who put this idea in your head that I have to say I love you? Phil, Oprah. Yeah, yeah. She goes Marcy. Oh great, the one I can't turn off. Yeah, <laughs> they can't turn her on either. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, Bud's all ready for his date, and April, May, June shows up at the door. Bud puts itching powder in Kelly's bra, answers the door, and is holding the bra. And instead of just throwing it to the ground or behind the door or something, (laughs) he puts it in his shirt. Hi, bud. Did you get my valentine? I'm April, May, June. (laughs) Yes, yes. I vaguely remember. Come in, come in. (laughs) So, you have quite an unusual name. How'd you get it? My parents are idiots. (laughs) We have a lot in common. So you want me to be your valentine, eh? Well, I saw you around school and I thought you were kind of cute. But you never noticed me. You think I'm cute? Sure, all the girls do. Why do I only get one stinking valentine? (laughs) Sorry, I meant thank you. Why are you scratching? It's this darn bra. (laughs) That's better. And don't you hate it when I ride up on you? (laughs) That. (laughs) Do bras ride up or just underwear? I'm guessing they ride up also. I, I don't I don't fully know. Wouldn't that make you look perkier though? Wouldn't you like that? I, I don't I I don't maybe the underwire pushes them up too far, so I, I don't uh, know. I'm not a I don't have anyone to ask right now. It's time for no man to take a little break in the jiggly room. I'm the DJ and I'm gonna play a little bit of music that was on this week's episode of Marry with Children. My funny valentine Sweet comic valentine You make me smile With my heart Your looks are laughable Unphotographable Yet you're my favorite work of art Is your figure less than Greek? Is your mouth a little... Now don't pull that upset stomach routine with me, Al. Come out here and tell me you love me. Are you going to tell me you're not? Okay, Peg, I'm going to say it. But before I say it, I want to tell you I really hate you for this. I don't want to do it. I'm unhappy. My stomach is boiling. My palms are sweating. And if you think you're getting a jump after this, you're sadly mistaken. Of course, if you had a brain in that huge head, you'd already know how I feel. But you want to hear it? Fine. This is what you want. It's your stinking lousy Valentine's Day present. So here it is. 
I love you. Oh, Al. <laughs> you didn't have to say that. Wait, now, are, are, how are we doing sex points here? Because we talked about no socks, and Al said, if, you know, he, he's, if I love you, then no sex. Yeah, if he says it, they don't have sex. So as far as I'm concerned... Al got a point. Al gets the point, which is, like, literally the first time he's gotten a point in ever. All season. Like, jeez. <laughs> um, oh, well. They're, they're really, really not doing the sex thing that much anymore. Oh, they, they get back into it. But so Al, Al eventually says, I love you to Peg. And her reply is, oh, you didn't have to say that. And then we cut to uh, the Bulls locker room. <laughs> now, this was the Bulls in 1988. You already had Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, John Paxson. All these guys got to see. Now, Jerry, would you have voted, uh, either either of you, would you have voted Al says yes or no? Let's give our own votes. Uh, yes, obviously. Yeah, gotta say yes. I say no. So she got 66, oh, the same exact thing almost. Time out. Why are you saying no? Why do you hate Peggy? I don't hate her, but for all she's done, all the misery she's caused, <laughs> the, the, the disgusting things she does on the next episode we're going to review, where she totally put her husband on blast to a freaking termite guy as if he is some stellar example of living and Al's a piece of garbage. Like, come on. But keep in mind all the terrible things that Al said on Valentine's Day to his wife. I I, I think Peggy's just as bad as Al when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, which is why I think he should say I love you. No, I don't think she's earned it yet. What? No, no. Oh, my God. Well, hey, fun game. Do you know what song Marcy was singing while she was hiding in that cake going into the uh, Chicago Bulls locker room? The, the song is called My Funny Valentine. Who sings it? Elvis? Uh, I don't know. I just saw that. I just got that it was called My Funny Valentine. No Ma'am will be right back to wrap up this week's review. Be sure to join their Facebook group page for all the podcast news and updates. Just type in www.facebook.com slash groups slash married with children podcast. Be sure to subscribe to them on iTunes and please leave a review telling them what you think of the show. To subscribe to their YouTube channel, just go to channels and search up married with children podcast. You can email them at married w children podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for checking out this review. Now the guys are going to give their final thoughts and ratings of this week's episode. All right, guys, it is rating time for Peggy Loves. Oh, I said I wouldn't sing it no more. Peggy Loves Al. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, how many, <laughs> Justin, how many empty milk cartons in the fridge are you going to put back for Peggy Loves Al? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so um, I do like that this is, like, our first Valentine's Day episode. Like, I, I always find holiday episodes on sitcoms, like, you know, significant, and I always remember them because 
you know, that they would normally air like every Valentine's Day or whatever, you know. And and I remember even watching TV and like that, like they would show all the Roseanne Halloween episodes or all the Family Matters Halloween episodes or all the Fresh Prince, you know, whatever. And I always liked that. Um, but every once in a while you'd see Valentine's Day episodes, too, which was pretty cool. Uh, so I do like that. Uh, however, I don't find this episode like amazing that whole thing that you did mention about the calling in thing that's like kind of really i mean i I guess that shouldn't really affect the rating of the episode but i do think that that is makes it more significant so um yeah uh it's a decent episode i'm gonna just come in with a 3.5 uh milk cartons put away in whatever you said back put back in the refrigerator put back in the refrigerator so yeah 3.5 out of 5 for me Okay. Jerry, how many milk cartons are you putting back in the fridge out of five for She Loves You? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for Peg Loves Al. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually at a 3.5 also. This was hard. I kept going between a three and a four, and that's why I just ended up going 3.5. The the Steve and Marcy's part in this entire episode makes no sense. It does not gel with their characters at all to, to act like they do in this episode. At the same time, there are minor parts in this episode, even if it leads to the big issue of the episode. They're still minor. They just they're used as plot devices in this episode. Oh, yeah. And and but at the expense of their characters. Oh yeah. And I actually have a problem with that, because that's just bad writing. That is not that is not like me going thinking too hard or taking it too serious. That's that's bad writing. But I also think this episode has some Really great jokes, some really great dynamics, and like I pointed out, two really, really sleeper jokes that um, I feel most people completely miss on. So I I have to go 3.5. There are great jokes. It is a great idea, and I can see myself watching this. Plus, Al gets a point. It's not every episode Al gets a point anymore. So I'm putting three and a half uh, empty cartons of milk back into the... A uh, fridge for someone else to find out they're empty and deal with. Cool. Hmm. Good. Um, I'm not as uh, forgiving, I guess, as you guys. To me, I don't know. When you're doing – if you're going to have such a big thing and if people call in for some big thing like that, it just seems like, you know, if you could kill it like you did on, you know – even master possibilities you better watch out the christmas one earth angel how do you spell revenge the razor's edge like all those were so strong so you get to here and you're really you know you're everyone's finding their character and you can really expand on it It, it's exactly what you said like this whole thing with steve plot point you know dropping off these tickets okay that's the stupidest thing in the world like we're clearly just trying to move some idea along that we're going for here uh marcy suddenly just off of peg's suggestion she's she's like her character is not jumping out of a cake uh naked i'm sorry it's just the most ridiculous thing in the world um yeah i mean the only good shining points here were kelly and bud and the the whole premise of like say you love me oh i don't want to i guess it's okay just not great or anything like that so to me and historically this is one i really don't watch 
over and over. Like I, I apparently always skip this because I barely recognized anything. So I don't know. I maybe I realized this a long time ago, and I, that's why I, I just was instilled in me not to go back. So uh, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna make any like major thing here with the show. It's it's just gonna be a three. Uh, I'm putting three milk cartons back in the fridge for uh, someone else to find out they're empty. And and that's all. It's not like a horrible episode. It's just not. It doesn't hold up to like the rest of this season. It's probably one of the weakest of the entire season, honestly. When I just skim through like I'm doing right now, I could easily say it's one of the weakest. So, yeah, yeah it is what it is. So, uh, guys, make sure you tune in next week as we review The Great Escape. When the Bundy family spends the night in Al's shoe store... Kelly is forced to be especially creative in slipping out for the night. Alright guys, well, it's time for us to open up uh, a few Valentines. Uh, we actually saved them from earlier this year because we knew that this show was coming. Uh, you know, it's way off, you know, it's like summertime. So it's far from February, but uh, yeah, hey, listen, we gotta stay with the theme. We did it for the Christmas show, you know, so... Um, I'm going to open up this valentine real quick. Hmm. Hey, Alex. I choo-choo-choose you. Love, Kelly. <laughs> okay, I'm lying. It's not Kelly. It's... Kelly can be a dude's name, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. Uh, let me open one of mine. Oh, wait, and it's a picture of a train. I didn't mention that. Oh, okay. You get it? Choo, choo, choo. I'm sorry, go ahead. All right, uh, mine is a pretty generic one. It just says, Happy Valentine's Day. As long as I have your love, my heart is forever happy. Candy. Oh, that one's nice. Oh, look at her. Sparkles. Hey, Candy, I miss her. Yeah, who blew the dust off of Candy? Jerry. All right, well, Jerry, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah, let me open one. All right, it says, I hope you will be the Marcy to my Steve. Love, Don. Wait a second. Why did y'all, why is mine from a dude? Why do I have to be Marcy? I'm the Steve. Don, you're the Marcy. Get out of here. 